welcome to the Life, Living It and Loving It podcast. I'm your host Gordon Doan and this week we're going to be delving more into last week's topic which was fear. But before we jump into all that, let's get into our weekly update. So thankfully I think we're starting to see uh, the impact of the driver shortage start to reduce. So certainly locally to me uh, we're seeing a lot less um, garage forecourt closures and we're seeing a lot less garages being short of a certain type of fuel so some garages had petrol some garages had diesel not very many had both um, but we're starting to see that reduce massively so most garages um, still have a, a, a decent amount of, of fuel as, at the moment so fingers crossed that's looking to to get resolved um, completely in the next few days or indeed weeks uh, so uh, the news stories seem to be reflecting that that's the same position around the country with the exception maybe of central London um, but um, I think that's uh, generally good news that uh, things are starting to improve um, so hopefully you'll be you're able to get the fuel that you need to get to the places you need to go this week we're also well I guess for a few weeks now um, we've started to see the closing in of autumn um, the weather's taken a turn hasn't it we've had some significant rain the last few weeks indeed there's been some flash flooding across the country um, so so um, we're, we're certainly starting to feel it days are getting shorter as well um, you know so uh, colder damper started to feel like autumn isn't it and um, you know I've had to put the heating on this week for the first time as well so that's uh, been been different um, getting used to uh, making sure that uh, we adjust the heat and temperature every day based on the uh, temperature that's going to be outside. So um, remembering to do that. Hopefully you guys have all had a good week. Uh, hopefully um, you've been able to get out and about um, despite any of the shortages and things. Um, I've been able to get out quite a few times, which is nice. Um, starting to get out more and do, do things um, as we did pre-COVID. I'm starting to see friends more often, uh, go out for dinner and stuff. Um, which is feeling really good to be able to start doing doing that kind of thing again. It's taken us a while to kind of, well, it's certainly taken me a while to get back into the swing of doing those kinds of things again. But it's certainly nice to be able to do them and um, and, and enjoy spending time with people as we would have done prior to COVID. So hopefully um, that, that position continues to improve as well. Um, so let's jump into this week's topic then. So this week, or last week's topic was all about fear. Uh, and we talked about how uh, uh, fear can manifest itself in your life, which we're going to explore a bit further in a second. Um, and we talked about um, that fear could stand for false expectations appearing real. And we also talked about that it's caused by the unknown sometimes. And by reducing the unknowns, we can reduce the amount of stress and fear in our lives, which obviously leads us to a more happier, healthy life as well living that life that we love which is what we're all about here on this podcast so uh, we kind of delved into that so go and have another listen to that episode if you need a reminder uh, of the, what we discussed in detail so this week i want to go a bit more into how man uh, fear can manifest itself in your life um, and how you can um, respond to that and how you can kind of take control of that um, and improve um, how we live. So I think that's super important. You know, on, on here on the podcast, we're all about getting to that life that we love and living our best lives, etc. Um, so um, it's super important that we try and take control of these emotions, these fears that we have, reducing them as much as possible uh, and getting to a point where we, we can live with them uh, and at least manage them. 
because uh, as we discussed last week, we're never going to be able to remove fear entirely because there's always unknowns. There's always things that are happening outside of our control. The environment, you know, we were just talking about the rain, flash flooding and stuff. That's outside of our control. Um, you know, if, if you live in a, in a on a floodplain or, or in a high flood risk area, you know, that's going to cause some fear at certain times of the year uh, as you're affected by these things. And they're things that you can't control. But uh, so the environment are things that you can't control, but you can control your response to those emotions and how you manage it. Um, so that's that's what we're going to talk about today. So the first example um, that I wanted to talk through today is kind of um, how procrastination can be uh, a sign of fear. We didn't touch on this last week, but I think it's important um, as part of this conversation that, that we touch on this. So, you know, a lot of people have fear of, of, of failure. Um, fear of what other people think of them uh, you know and, and usually these things are subconscious right we don't normally we don't kind of go around um, knowing or, or or being aware that we have these fears sometimes sometimes we do but a lot of times we don't um, so quite of, often they're they're in our subconscious and, and they're not uh, kind of at the top of our, our thoughts um, but they're there and one way to tell is procrastination uh, by putting something off um, it's usually because of a fear of failure or a fear of what other people will think of us if we do that thing, whatever that thing may be. Now, this may be a, a new project in your job. It may be starting your own business. It might be starting to work out for the first time. It might be going on a diet. It might be starting a new relationship. Uh, it could be uh, uh, anything, a host of many things. Um, but it's usually procrastination can is, is a sign of fear. Now, it can mean other things. It can mean you just don't like a task and uh, you don't like doing it, even though you need to do it. And you put put it off until you absolutely need to do it because you just don't enjoy doing it. And that's fine to a certain extent. I think we all do that with things in our lives. And as long as we're aware of that and it's not having a negative effect on our lives, there's no real problem or hassle with that. Um, so, so that's that's kind of fine to a certain extent. But where it's caused because of a fear, and this is why it's important to be able to self-reflect and kind of um, um, review or analyse yourself um, so you can work out whether what the reasons are behind your actions or your emotions. Um, it's, su- it's a super important skill to have and I think it's very difficult to be successful, whatever successful means to you, without that ability to self-assess. Um, so if you can self-assess and you can look at why am I putting this off and you get down to the nuts and bolts of it and it turns out that you're worried about failure you know what if it goes wrong what if I can't do it what if it breaks what if and you know you you can go on for 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 days and days with uh, what if lists Um, you know if it's any of those things or anything similar then there's a fear of failure um and I think that that's um, important to recognize because then we can take action on that, right? So we can say, you know, we can acknowledge that we have a fear of failure and then we can kind of look at and evaluate how we can be most likely to succeed and make sure we give the task the energy that it requires to be successful and make sure that we uh, we do what it takes to get it across the line or, or to be successful with whatever it is. Um, you know, we can start thinking in that way. You know, if we start thinking, oh, well, if it goes wrong, people are going to think this. What happens if my family find out? What happens if this, uh, these group of people know that I'm doing this? You know, um, a lot of people, you know, it's quite interesting when I, when I talk to people, especially about, uh, especially about starting 
a new business. Uh, my, people often say, oh, I, my family don't really understand. They're not supportive and they're nervous about what they think. And that can be very restrictive and it can lead to procrastination and it can lead to not putting 100% of energy in, um, which means that you're going to be less likely to be successful or you're not going to have the success that you could have otherwise had if you were putting 100% of effort in. Um, so by recognising that we have these fears, we can then take control of them and do something about them. The first step is realising, is doing that self-assessment and, and being honest with ourselves and getting to the root cause of why we're putting something off or why we feel scared, why we feel that fear, why we're nervous about something. Uh, a, lot, a lot of times, like in last week's podcast episode, we talked about false expectations appearing real. So sometimes we can set ourselves uh, or we can uh, ingrain in our minds the problems or the issues that will arise with something um, and that they're, they're very extremely, extremely unlikely to happen. So by being aware of that, we can control that fear uh, and we can move through it and deliver whatever it is that we need to deliver um, to, to meet our goals, or to meet our targets. So, so it's phenomenally important to be able to self-assess. Once you've self-assessed and you've realised that you've got a fear, like I say, what, what can you do then to kind of reduce the impact of that fear? Well, first of all, it's, it's a case of recognising that fear. Once you've kind of recognised that there's something there, um, we need to resolve, not resolve the fear itself because we're never going to remove the fear, but we can reduce the fear in a lot of circumstances. In 99% of cases, we can work to reduce the fear. So to, to take the example that we just gave uh, randomly at the beginning of the flash flooding example, you know, that, that we talked about because of the rain, you know, if we live on a floodplain, then we're going to be worried about our house flooding, right? When, when it rains heavily. So what can you do to reduce that fear? So you might be able to build flood defences, right? You might be able to put a barrier around the property so that the water has to reach a certain level before it gets into the property. That will reduce the fear, right? Now, can you take further steps? Could you raise your appliances up on stilts so that if water does get into the house, you don't have to replace all the appliances because they've been ruined because of the water function. That's going to reduce stress. Uh, I'm not a flood defence expert. I'm sure there are many other things that you could do to reduce that stress level. You know, but there's always going to be a fear there that those defences that you've put in place are not going to work. And defences are a really good um, thing to talk about emotionally. So if you're in a new relationship or um, you're having a tough time at work or something like that, uh, you know, we build defences in our mind against these things. And sometimes procrastination is one of those defence mechanisms putting something off into the future makes it seem like um, it's not a problem to be addressed now because it's not close the, the the impact is not now um, you know we can lessen the stress because you've moved it out but it's a false thing right because you're going to still experience that if not worse that stress that fear later on because it's going to become more immediate when it comes comes around so we have to manage that so so that's a, a good way to start thinking about it um, and start looking at the impact of the procrastination or those negative behaviours that you have because of your fear. Um, another one that's kind of, as well as procrastination, so that's obvious one, an obvious one when that manifests itself, you can look at that and look at the causes of that. Another one to kind of look at is spending a lot of time or a significant amount of time on a plan B, on a backup plan. Now, 
I'm not saying by any stretch of the imagination that it's negative to have a backup plan or, or a plan B. Um, I think it's really positive to have in the back of your mind some ideas about what you could do if something goes wrong. You know, if this doesn't work out, I'm going to go and do this instead. If I do this and it breaks, then I can do this to fix it. That's really great stuff to have in the back of your mind. And again, that's going to help you reduce the amount of fear. It's going to reduce the amount of unknowns because you've kind of got some thoughts percolating in your mind around how you can resolve some of those issues. So that's super helpful. When it becomes less helpful, however, is when you start spending a significant amount of time planning that or putting those things into place rather than working on plan A, the original goal, the original objective, whatever it is. So if you're um, starting a new business, for example, um, and uh, you, you're launching a product, whatever that product is, um, and then so you spend 70% of your time launching a new product and the other 30% of your time um, working on a different product or or um, a different business entirely because you're worried that the first, first business won't be successful. That's not overly helpful because you're not giving everything to the opportunity that is in front of you. Um, so if you're only giving 70% energy to it, you're only going to get 70% of success out of it, right? So you're not going to meet your goals and targets as quickly as you thought you would. Um, you're going to be more likely to fail because your focus, your energy is separated into two different things. Um, and that's not saying that um, you shouldn't be developing new products, new services when you're in a business, but that needs to be part of your core strategy. Um, it, not uh, the way I'm talking about it is if it's a plan B in terms of if this business fails, I'm going to go and do this business instead. And you're kind of semi running two businesses or trying to set up two businesses at the same time because of the nervousness around the first one. So either that that means a couple of things. So by recognizing it, by self-assessing and recognizing that you're you're doing this plan B, that you're spending too much time, you're losing too much energy from um, your first one to your second one that's a good thing to recognize. And once you've recognized it, you can kind of do some analysis and right. Is it because I'm not fully invested in the first one and it's the wrong thing for me? So I'm naturally inclined to do this second one because I'm not tied particularly to the first goal, the first objective, whatever it is. If that's the case, then you need to do some self-reflection and say, right, do I stop doing the first thing altogether because I'm not bought into it and then work on the passion project, which is the second one. That might be need needed. Or do you look at it and say, actually, it's because I'm worried and I have this fear of failure. Um, I'm, I'm worried that everything could go wrong and this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. But actually, by taking time away from it and, and focusing on something else, I'm actually increasing the likelihood of these things going wrong because I'm not giving them the attention they need, the attention they deserve um, and the energy it needs to be successful. So by doing that self-assessment, by doing that analysis on yourself, on your own thought processes, you can significantly reduce the impact that fear and stress have on your lives. And I think that's a, a great place to be in when you can control it as much as you possibly can. And like I say, you're never going to be able to reduce uh, the fear to zero it's uh, physically impossible to do that so that's a bad goal don't set that as a goal but by reducing it as by as much as we can um, then we're going to be more in control we're going to be able to respond to things more effectively more efficiently and um, achieve more of our goals and targets and get to that life we love quicker than we would if we were ruled by those fears and allowed those 
actions in response to the fear to go unchecked. By checking those actions, by doing that self-assessment, we're getting to that life we love, we love, and we're managing um, our emotions more efficiently. So we're going to be in a much better place. So hopefully that's helped a few people. Um, I know that's a slightly shorter episode again, so um, we're going to stick to this new format. Um, it seems to be quite popular where we uh, talk about uh, an, an initial conversation about a topic and then in a follow-on session, we, we kind of delve into it in a bit more detail. We recap a little bit and then go into it in a little bit more detail and, and have a wider view of that topic. It seems to be working quite well. The positive uh, the feedback has been fairly positive. So we're going to stick with that for a while longer uh, and see uh, hopefully that, that that feedback will remain positive. If you've got any feedback about the uh, new format, let me know. Uh, either drop me a message directly or, or do it through um, the uh, iTunes scoring system or Spotify scoring system, your your uh, uh, podcast listening platform of choice. Um, most of them have um, scoring mechanisms. So if you wouldn't mind go, uh, going to leave us a five-star review, that would be phenomenal and I will love you forever. Uh, that would be brilliant and add some feedback in there if you think the new format is good if you think it could be improved somewhat let us know as well we always love to hear that feedback constructive feedback so that we can uh, deliver even more value than we are um, now so hopefully you guys have a phenomenal week and we'll see you back here in the same place next week